Welcome to the Healthy Business Matters Podcast, where business owners, HR professionals, and insurance brokers can unlock the hidden potential within each employee by leveraging concierge healthcare. In each episode, your hosts unpack navigating solutions like theirs to drive better employee engagement, productivity, and more importantly, overall quality of life. So grab your morning coffee, start your commute, and welcome your hosts, Nathan Barr and Dr. Andrew White. Welcome to the Healthy Business Matters Podcast. I'm Nathan Barr. I'm Andrew White. And uh, Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year, guys. We are through the holiday season. If you're a broker that normally watches or listens to our podcast, congratulations. You survived the Q4 madness. So we hope you got some decompression done. Mm -hmm. And we have a topic that we believe will be useful coming out of a stressful season, right? Yeah, yeah. One of the things we want to talk about, and as we're lining up this season, this is uh, episode one of season two as well, and and what we want to do is find topics that our audience deals with every day, right? Mm-hmm. And and maybe during this period of time, uh, especially in the season, yeah, you've been through the busyness of renewals, and now you're finally settling into that new plan and program, but you almost got to start planning ahead six mm-hmm. to nine months and thinking about these things. And so wanting to talk about some of these topics that I think are really going to be uh, meaty uh, and also uh, value added. Yeah. And so today we're going to be talking about EAPs and mental health. This is a topic, Nate, that I know is close to your heart because if I recall correctly, Mm -hmm. one of the, I think you have either a separate organization or at least another organization you support around mental health and nursing, right? Yeah. Yeah, Nurse Saving Nurses is a nonprofit I started and it's exactly that is as I navigate and we're navigating kind of the clinical environment, specifically with nurses, uh, mental health is, is huge. And, and one of the things that it feels like every employer offers, but you don't hear people using that much is an EAP. Yeah. Um, and there's data surrounding EAPs. That's it's actually pretty fantastic on their effectiveness. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you look at the data surrounding the utilization of an EAP and it's just, it's sad and unfortunate because it is a good resource, but uh, they fall short in a lot of ways. And so um, they are good things. It's not that we don't need this resource. It's just how do we bring more awareness to it and how do we actually leverage these types of resources more? So I'm curious in nursing, for instance, and which I would consider obviously a professional career, mm-hmm. what would you say is a, uh, do you feel like it's a common knowledge at this point that amongst nurses that mental health is a problem? Yeah, I think people acknowledge it. I think it's really hard because of the stigma surrounding mental health. Yep. Um, perceived weakness related yep. to mental health, especially in a profession where you become hardened to an extent um, to use that EAP program. And so it's it's me going to somebody and having to explain maybe to my HR, you know, leader within that organization, like I'm struggling, I need help. And, uh, that, that could be a significant barrier uh, to leveraging an EAP. Um, you know, I think people throw around cards, right? Hey, hey, there's this business card with EAP information on it. Here's an email with that. And it's just, it never strikes when you need it. Right. Yeah. So it's in that moment of need and it just, it just doesn't hit, you know, I was to be pulling up some data and, and employers spend, you know, around $15,000 a year on mental health mm-hmm. illnesses and issues. And um, it's staggering. I mean, it's absolutely staggering to see that. And so why aren't we, we're talking about it, but what are we really doing? About yeah. It, you know? And it's interesting because I 
I don't, I haven't, I didn't ask you that question before. You know, we've talked a lot about, uh, I've learned a lot from you actually about the mental health crisis that was going on with nursing. I had no idea. And actually, if you're okay sharing this, mm-hmm. I believe you had a friend or a colleague who yeah, a colleague, lost his life. Correct? A colleague that he committed suicide up here. Yeah. I mean, perfectly fine on yeah. the outside and no, no indications from any of his closest circle. Yeah. Um, and then you have an event like that occur and you're like, what did we miss? Totally. Right? Like in, and did, were, were any of those resources leveraged and utilized, you know, before that? And, and I don't think they were. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah. Yeah. So the reason why I wanted to bring it up was I hadn't asked you before if you felt like it was a, it was well known or not, or if, and, or why, or if a nurse would, uh, in a professional career utilize an EAP. But the reason why I brought it up was, and it's interesting that your, your answer was different than I thought. Mm-hmm. I would have assumed that because nurses or just medical professionals in general are more aware of mental health, there wouldn't be as big of a stigma mm-hmm. because you and I both know, and mm-hmm. the, the organizations we serve, uh, we're usually in more of a blue collar setting in the manufacturing yeah. construction worlds. Yeah. And obviously I think it's pretty well known amongst most people, they would assume that blue collar has a bigger stigma toward mental health. I would have assumed that you would have given a different answer. So it's really fascinating to hear you say that even amongst the professionals that work in healthcare, that they also have that same stigma around mental health. There's some of those where you think people in healthcare are good at taking care of themselves (laughs) and they're actually terrible at taking care of themselves. And, and it is, it's, it's that assumption that you make and then you dive into it and you're like, yeah, geez, this is one of the maybe neediest populations out there. But yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, the spend related to mental health so we're working with employers right and they're we're looking at their medical claims and trying to address those issues i mean they're they're hemorrhaging money and mental health is in that top kind of chronic disease category now yep. where it's like you always saw it cardiac disease and diabetes and musculoskeletal and these different things and also you see depression anxiety yep. and all these the spend related to it and and so as an organization you start thinking about like what do i do like how, how do i actually start addressing yeah. this and, and fixing it um I also really, you know, it's interesting to see as employers, larger employers have more options and availabilities to them, right? So we usually see larger employers have access to outside clinic medical services, yep. uh, things that, you know, that we're offering. And as you get smaller and smaller from an employer standpoint, uh, there's less and less leveraging of these solutions, but they are always there. I mean, it's, they, you know, the, the World, Health, World Health Organization estimates that for every $1, you know, spend on a solution, you know, $4 is returned in ROI. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I think this is where uh, economies of scale makes sense, but also, um, you know, people just need to understand you have to invest yep. in solutions to get that return. Yeah, I think the other the other point that I really wanted to make today when it comes to mental health is if you're listening to this and you're a business leader, whether you're an HR professional or the business owner, manager, I would highly encourage you to walk the walk, meaning I think personally, uh, so my wife and I, uh, started going to uh, marriage counseling uh, a couple of years ago. And a lot of it was due to there were areas in our marriage that were amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think like most couples, there's like certain parts of your relationship that's like, oh, this is great. Mm-hmm. And then there are other parts that we just don't talk about it, you know, or you're just like, you know, if yeah. this topic comes up, there might be conflict. And so yeah. we started doing therapy and it was amazing for our marriage. But I think for me, it was transformational much more than just in my personal relationship with my wife, because I use a lot of the tools 
from therapy in every relationship I have, uh, from the employees that I work uh, alongside to uh, patients. And I, I share the tools really openly. So what I wanted to, to encourage you listeners uh, is if you haven't experienced therapy, it can be transformative, not only for yourself and your relationships, but when you think about how do you overcome a stigma, one of the best ways as a leader is to be vulnerable and to share vulnerably, like, hey, I'm not perfect. Uh, I tried this. This is what it did for me. Yeah. And that's why I share so openly about my wife and I and the, our experience with it and the tools that we've gleaned from it because it's powerful. It immediately uh, creates this level playing field. You know, in Alinica, we've been... Uh, Cassidy's our uh, super super woman behind the, the mics and the cameras, and she's been helping a lot with Brian. And we've been talking about this idea of humanizing healthcare, yeah. and it's this idea that we believe in treating people like people and helping them to realize that we're just like them. Yeah. And there can be something very powerful as a leader when you acknowledge that mental health is a problem, and it's a problem for everyone, including me. And I've used this program. Yeah. And even if you feel like, because I know a lot of you listeners might be like me or how I used to be, which can easily say, well, I don't, I'm fine. Like, I'm not depressed. I'm, I don't have anxiety. But you can be prophylactic with mental health, just like you can be prophylactic with brushing your teeth every day. You don't wait till your teeth hurt to start yeah. taking care of them. So why would you treat other areas of your health any differently? And so I think it can be very powerful to experience it yourself. So that way you can give, you can empathize with your people, you can share openly about it, be vulnerable. And that is one of the most powerful ways because obviously, like you were referring to, Nate, the uh, bigger companies or companies that have the resources or have invested resources into on-site components like us or others, you know, they have an advantage because they have providers that are on-site whose only job is to get engagement with staff and help them get connected to resources that they need for their health. So we have that advantage. But even if you don't have, uh, you know, an on-site component of healthcare of any sure. kind, you still have a team you can lead. And so we wanted to encourage you, if you haven't used your EAP or just any mental health service, try it. And you'd be, I think, amazed like me uh, at some of the results you can find. And then that can, that vulnerability, I think, will do a lot for your culture and also to improve utilization of any resources you have. Yeah. It's testing the quality of that vendor. You know, it's one of the things that I love with our clients as, as we continue to provide services to them is as they use our services, they can be vocal advocates yep. and then they can explain how the process works. It takes away that barrier of, of unknown from their workforce and creates that bridge to say it's okay to do that. And um, no, so I love when leaders say, Hey, you know what? I'm going to be the first to do this. I'm going to explain how to use it. And then that way, um, it, it does, it breaks that, you know, it, it creates trust and it creates the opportunity to have a conversation where one wasn't. And it, maybe you don't need it, you know, but try it. Yeah. Just try it. Like maybe you'll, you'll get nothing out of it, but at least you can have tested the solution actually, which so many people don't do, which is, is really fascinating to me as a business leader is you bring a service or a solution onto your organization and you never use it. So how do you know if it's good? Yeah. It's like, use it. Like, yeah. come on. Like, it didn't... And again, I would just yeah. encourage you that, um, you know, anyone that told me, tells me that they 
uh, couldn't benefit from therapy, I would challenge like, well, do you not have stress in your life? Like, please, can we trade? You know, because um, honestly, it's funny. I sometimes my wife and I will talk about our therapist and we'll get people go like, oh, like you got, is there something wrong? And we're like, no, honestly, it's like a date. Like we, it's for us, it's like we look forward to it. And honestly, we just talk about the stress in our lives. Sometimes we talk about our kids. Sometimes we talk about employees. Sometimes we talk about family. Sometimes we talk about an argument we had. But nonetheless, it's just little stresses that come up. And it's so nice to talk to a professional that is just there to listen and provide. Sometimes they're there just to listen. Other times they're there to give a resource, a tool, uh, a, a perspective shift. Yeah. Um, and so, so yeah, it's a facilitator. I totally. Mean, quite honestly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It doesn't have to be anything other than just a facilitator. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. Uh, as we're wrapping up today, I wanted to uh, encourage if you're listening to this and you're in the, uh, the West Michigan area, there's a couple of really amazing uh, resources that exist uh, if you are looking at EAPs or you're just trying to look at, even if you aren't wanting to jump right away into an EAP, but you just want to have a, a, a organization you can refer to if you're talking to your staff uh, or a client and they're asking. So Winnie at Home is a great one here at uh, based out of Holland. They have some amazing therapists uh, in all different types of specialties. They also have an EAP style program. Hind Rest, obviously, out of Grand Rapids uh, has a, uh, a great one as well. And then Marketplace Chaplains is actually a really cool national organization that puts chaplains into the workplace. And Ridgepoint Church, which is local here to Holland, uh, also recently started modeling something similar to Marketplace Chaplains, having a chaplain available to go on site. So again, there's some really cool organizations here in West Michigan. And, and again, Marketplace is a national one. So if you're listening to this, we just encourage you to potentially check that out or uh, just look around in your area. And again, if you uh, haven't considered EAP programs before, there is a lot of cool research behind the ROI. And so we'll link a the article that we're kind of inspired this conversation in the show notes today. So if you're wanting to read a little bit more about EAPs and some of the numbers behind uh, how it can be valuable for your organization, uh, please check it out. So again, we hope that you had an amazing holiday season mm-hmm. and a great start to 2024. Crazy to say that. That's very weird to say. Uh, you know, Nate, I remember when uh, I thought the world was going to end during um, mm-hmm. uh, 2000, 99, 2000. That's a big year. And it doesn't seem like 24 years ago, but. No. Uh, yeah. Time flies every, every year that goes by. Um, it's great. I know we all have New Year's resolutions right now, or, or maybe you don't. I, I'm definitely not a believer in resolutions <laughs> myself. But well, darn it, Nate. Uh, I was about yeah. to ask you, like, what was your New Year's resolution? Uh, yeah. uh, I guess no, not. No, I was going to say habits. That's yeah, what, you know, develop good habits. But uh, yeah, no, I excited for the new year. I think uh, business owners and insurance agents, this is a great time of year to learn about new solutions. Yeah, um, try out new solutions. I said, yeah, give them a test drive. Like, give your solution a test drive. Don't be scared. Or yeah. And, uh, and no, it'll, it'll turn out well. Cool. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Healthy Business Matters podcast. If you haven't already, it helps a lot. Uh, if you like, subscribe, share, or follow us wherever you consume your podcasts. And again, we will link the uh, article that we referenced today on EAPs. So we hope you have a blessed day and we'll see you next week. Perfect. Did you get go through that content piece section? A lack of education awareness. A little bit. We got all of it. We hit the, okay. I mean, the stigmas, 